0: Today we have Enrique Lopez, founder and CEO of Essential Recruiting Consulting. Welcome, Enrique.
1: Hey, appreciate you having me.
0: Oh, thanks for being here. I'm interested. Enrique, tell us a bit about your business.
1: Yeah, Ryan. So, by the way, guys, great great to be here. Um, open Hands invitation. really happy to be here. I love everything about the setup, the organization, just the complete dossier. It's like you walk into a nice like five star hotel and they're like, Hey, Hey, can we give you a foot massage? It's like, yeah, I'll take a foot massage. I love that. So, um, so what we do, so my name is Enrique Lopez. I'm the CEO and the founder of essential recruiting and consulting. So what we do is we provide vetted sales representatives, also known as closers for online agency owners. Now, specifically, we talk about high six figure to seven figure companies that want to get to that next figure of scalability. And we do this in a very unique way, not just with closers, but we wanted to approach the marketplace very differently in a very kind of no brainer decision making way. And what that looks like is we provide media buyers, you know, Facebook ad specialists for our customers. And we also provide our funnel builders, too, that we kind of drag and drop into our customers' businesses as well. But what we really step it up a notch is we take our closers, our vetted closers that we train in NEPQ sales. Um, It's a very advanced sales technique. We also drag and drop those, too. So at the end of the day, Essential, we provide media buyers to bring you more leads every single day. We provide you funnel builders to optimize these leads, giving you more qualified booked calls on your calendar, and we provide you closers to close those leads to close those book calls on your calendar. so the market is absolutely loving this because it's just a done for you accelerator growth
0: yeah that's that that's phenomenal it's it's that that kind of end to end you know from first point of contact through to sale being made solution i I, I love it. So, how did you get started in that, Enrique?
1: You know, it's funny you say that. I've always been in marketing and sales. And I've always loved sales. I just, I like people. I like talking to people. And I love selling. And a lot of people love sales because they like getting the clothes, right? They like earning money. And hey, I like earning money, too. We live in an economy-based world that revolves around it, right? we got to be good with it. But honestly, what I love about sales, Ryan, is that feeling when you learn something or when you hear something new and you're like, Ooh, I'm going to add that to my sales arsenal. It's that feeling of, of your sales evolution growing stronger and stronger. That's what gets me excited. That's what I love about it. So my world of marketing and my world of sales, I wanted to to combine them to create this beautiful little baby. And that's what I have a beautiful little baby. So
0: good. So good. <laughs> so good. So where do you bring the most value to the marketplace?
1: Uh, what do you mean by that exactly? Just so I can answer the right way.
0: Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, in terms of, um, you know, you you, you obviously place uh, closes, and you know, you, you have this end to end solution. You know, what does that do for companies? You know, what what sort of results have mm-hmm. you seen? You know, with like through that, you know, those those sorts of things.
1: Oh yeah, the hugest thing that we do for customers is time, not just for marketing. And the media buying and just getting more leads but it's actually like their time in recruiting and finding vetted closers because that's kind of the hardest part is finding the top talent to close the the leads that you're supplying them because leads cost money right and depending on ads it could cost 40 to over a hundred dollars per lead that you get depending on you know factors but at the end of the day it's really hard to find top sales talent so if you could find that in a place where they also train those people every day, twice a day in advanced sales training, you're going to get your ROI plus profits in no time because at your disposal, essentially you have an arsenal of closers and you have an unlimited amount too when you work with essential. That,
0: that's so good. Yeah. And here's a, a bit of a business mindset for you. for you. Um what had to change in you that sort of took you from, you know, that startup phase through to now where, you know, you've, you've achieved a level of success, you know, you, you've placed a lot of closes and media buyers and, and that kind of thing. What, what had to change in you from from a mindset perspective?
1: Me as an individual, as an entrepreneur, as a, mm. as, is that what you mean? Yeah. 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 Oh, man, that's a good question. That's a good question. I have a lot of answers for that question, too. Um, I guess what kind of got me into business, per se, was family, right? We all have a why, right? So one of my biggest whys is to retire my mother so she never has to work again. Single mother of six. My father left her. Big, big thing, right? Growing up, so she was left with six kids. She was a waitress, making ends meet, small paychecks, yada, yada. So growing up, it was like, man... I don't want her to do that for the rest of her life, you know all she knows is waitressing. she doesn't know anything about the online space or about making money in any other way. It's like I gotta be the one to step up and do this because I want to give her that um that give back, I guess you could say, so that's kind of why I got into business. That's the one why, the second why is my grandfather. He's a immigrant from Italy. He came here when he was seventeen years old, and he came with a couple bucks and a fig tree. Wow. He brought a fig plant. I don't know why, maybe because he's Italian, but he brought a fig plant from Italy with a couple (laughs) bucks in his pocket by himself. And um, over the years, he ended up buying multiple assets of real estate, multiple liquor stores, multiple bar shops. He was an entrepreneur and he did this back then in that time frame. So I see this as a challenge because, guys, listen, at our disposal, Look at the technology that we have. I'm talking to Ryan right now. Ryan, where are you calling from? What part of the world?
0: In, in, in Brisbane, Australia.
1: I'm talking to you in Australia, man, in real time. How awesome is that? It's pretty cool. he couldn't do that. He had to go on a ship for, what, 6, 12 months just to get to Australia to do that? We have the technology and the resources, so I took this as a challenge. I said, well, hold on. If my grandfather could do that back then not even speak in English, no money, just ambition in a workforce. Why can't I do that with today's um, tools that we have that are free guys? Facebook's free. Um, If you want a podcast, anchor FM, it's free. LinkedIn, all these social medias, all these channels where you can talk and where you can meet people and influence clubhouse free back then. They didn't have that. We have the unfair advantage. So I took that Ryan as a challenge. I took that as a challenge and I said, well, hold on. Nobody else in my family is doing what he did. I want to do what he did, but I want to smoke him. I love him. This is my favorite man in the world, my idol. But I want to blow him out of the water with my success because I know I can with the resources that we have. And that man's part of the inspiration behind it. So that's why. Love my grandfather. One of my favorite people in the world. Um, But that's why. I don't know if that answers your question.
0: Yeah, it's good. That's good. I, I, I like that. It's yeah, because you, you're right. Everything that we have now really gives us an insane amount of leverage that we just have never had in history before ever. So, Enrique, you've you've placed a lot of successful people in a lot of successful businesses. Could you give us uh, you know a couple of tips that you know would help a business owner and CEO listeners to get to their next level?
1: Yeah, rule number one, you need to delegate. You can't do it yourself. You shouldn't do it all yourself. Chances are, if your company's making six figures or if you're a seven-figure company, if you're making more than 30K a month or from 30K to over 100K a month, you understand delegation and the importance, right? But you really need to step up the delegation, but also strengthen who is in... um, those delegation brackets right Who, who's on your side who's under your wing because those are the ones that's gonna build a company to make sure it's sustainable so you can not participate in it because you got to have a self-functioning business right we know this but in order to really do that guys we have to button up every process sales process has to be buttoned up the marketing process has to be buttoned up customer onboarding operations systems automations has to be buttoned up people managers executive liaisons it's really just about buttoning up the processes that you may or may not have and adding more people to your process because I'm in the business of people since we're a recruiting agency so we understand how to build company culture how to maintain culture how to look for people when we bring them on what qualities they have during the interview processes We are people. People are the bloodline. They're the lifeline of our company, right? Just like every company, but especially ours. So people is what you need for your company to succeed. And a great culture is the only way your company is going to really break the peaking moments. Because we've all worked for bad companies with bad cultures, right? And we don't like it. Nobody does. But here's the thing. A company with a bad culture is going to peak a lot sooner than a company with a great culture.
0: Why? Why do you say that?
1: Because if a company has a great culture, Ryan, people are going to put more into that company out of passion, enthusiasm, um, just giving back what they receive. Versus uh, yes. if, you, if you have, let's say, you have a, a company culture that's just not there. Right, people are just gonna do their bare minimum. Five o'clock comes, guess what they're doing? They're punching out. That's it, you
0: know? Absolutely, I love that.
1: That's so good. Here's the thing, too, man: it's like employees should never work as hard as the business owner because a business owner is a business owner. You know what I mean? Like the business is his baby. But when you have a great culture, those employees work a lot harder than the average employees do because the culture is there. There's much more mm. than just showing up to
0: get paid. Much mm. more. So, so what you're saying is, great culture with great systems makes a great business.
1: Yeah, that that makes like the core business, right? And then you really need a great marketing and sales system. Like that is what you need, because there's companies out there, huge companies that have a really great marketing and sales, um, and operations, but bad culture. And you know what? They make. Millions, if not billions of dollars, like millions and millions of dollars. Because at the end of the day, you need to be able to market. You need to be able to sell to your market. Guys, if you're not yeah. doing those, you're going to peak. So you have mm. to have your, your marketing process buttoned up and your sales process buttoned up. Those two coincide together like a healthy
0: relationship. Mm, for sure. Um, and Enrique, in, in your business, what are some points of leverage that you've used to really... Get those uh, those dramatic points of growth, um, you know, for for that you like that you've seen specifically. Like, you know, have have you employed certain tactics or strategies, or you know, anything like that, that that's really gone great? Well, look, that's taken us from you know low six figures to high six figures to seven figures. You know, what what, what have you deployed?
1: Yeah, what's really going to help, guys, is having a really good media buyer, someone that's really good at doing ads. You definitely wanna delegate this. You don't wanna do this yourself. Find a really good person. Pay them what they want per month. If they're really good and you really want them a part of your team or you really want an in-house marketing team, hey, maybe give them a percentage of profit share. Maybe give them a small percentage of equity. Like there's so many ways you can get creative with this, but you really need a media buyer guys, a really good one, because this determines the amount of lead flow that you have coming into your sales process. Now also marketing, because we gotta be able to filter out these leads. So really what it comes down to is the front end. because And don't get me wrong here guys, the front end of the business is just as important as the back end of the business. But to answer your question, sales and marketing. And I'm not just saying as a sales and marketing guy, but everybody knows this. If you don't have leads coming in and if you can't close those leads, you don't have revenue. Mm.
0: Yeah, and I've often had the belief that you know you can figure out uh, delivery – but it's it's a lot harder to figure out sales. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. once w- w- yeah. once the sales is, you know, and, and look, you know, you, you you might have to be like like a duck on water that's you know l- looks all smooth sailing, but underneath you, you're paddling like crazy, uh, you know, to to deliver a really top top shelf product. But you know, if if you haven't got the sales, then you haven't got a business.
1: Oh, absolutely. So
0: and, and you and know, it, it, it all kind of comes back to that, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and you know, another thing to think about too is like. Okay, if you don't want to delegate to building out a team, to building out your marketing team or your sales team, well, what's the alternative here? Are you going to be the one that goes and builds it? If you do, how much time is that going to take you? How many interviews is it going to take you? Because it takes us about 10 interviews to find maybe two good candidates to bring on as closers to put in our training process. So if that takes us 10 people, I mean, what is it going to take you? Because our process is buttoned up very well. And my point here is like, what's more, what's more advantageous? This is a question I ask myself all the time as a business owner. What is more advantageous for me to do? Delegate and have these things provided for me or save some money and go do it myself. And the answer could be different for everybody. But for the people that listen to this show, they know what that answer is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. No, that, that's really good. Uh, Enrique, who, who can you best help? And if they want to get in touch, how can they reach out to you?
1: Yeah, I love that. Guys, if, if you're like a high six-figure online agency owner, coach, consultant, high six figures, any online agency owner, and you want to scale. You have your systems in place, you guys are making revenue steadily, you guys can provide an environment for us to put closers in with enough leads to make enough money. We can absolutely help you to scale to the next figure that you want to go to. Because at the end of the day, it takes people to do that. Automations can only get you so far. They're very important, don't get me wrong, but people are what grows companies. So if you could find man. a place that has people, trains people, provides people in an unlimited amount of those people, and they could drag and drop them into your company to make you revenue, I would say explore the option. It doesn't hurt.
0: Mm, absolutely. And what what's the best website to reach out to you on?
1: www.essential-recruiting. dot com slash optin o p t i n
0: Great. That sounds really good. And what uh, what will they get on that, that opt-in page?
1: That is our landing page. That tells you everything what we do, oh, our offer. That says we're done for you, the marketing, the media buyer. Um, it shows you our credibility. It's got everything about us right there. So if you'd like to, you can press the button on that landing page to book a call with us, see if it's a good option for you. We're not here, yeah, to, twist. We're not here to twist arms. But what we are here for is to see – if we're good fit for your company, because if we are, we're gonna knock it out of the park. And we're gonna, yeah, enjoy, we're gonna enjoy doing it because the way that we approach the marketplace and our customers, Ryan, is we, we kind of look at it like that favorite uncle that you have, right? Because we all got that one uncle that we like, right? Where he puts you know his arm around your shoulder and he's like, look man, you gotta do this, this and that, and you'll be happier. That's, that's how we position ourselves for our customers. We just wanna put our arm around your shoulder Maybe share a beer with you and get the business.
0: So good. I love it. Enrique, thank you so much for, for being on the show. We, we really appreciate it.
1: Hey, I appreciate it too. And for anybody that wants to take action on this offer, we're going to give you a really nice discount on our services too. Uh, do you think a $1,000 off is enough for them?
0: I reckon that's uh, that sounds amazing. Thank you.
1: There you have it. So if you guys do reach out to us, book an appointment, just let us know where you got this invitation from, this podcast. Share this podcast everywhere. Ryan is one heck of a guy. Um man, I feel I feel like I'm staying at Thanks, man. I feel like I'm staying at the Ritz Carlton when I'm on this show. It feels good. <laughs> I love it. It's like I put my I robe it. on, about to
0: take a hot salt bag. <laughs> It's good. It's good. (laughs) Awesome, Enrique. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you. Have, Have an amazing afternoon.
1: Appreciate it. You too, guys.